When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to the very first Desert Island Dicks of 2019. This is the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they are a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today, I'm very excited to introduce my guest, uh, comedian and writer Jake Yap. Hi! Hello, hi, thanks for coming in. Thanks very much for having me. Um, It's quite a nerve-wracking thing, this. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I sort of had a reputation. I mean, I don't have a reputation at all. No one knows who I am. But, so thank you for the uh, exposure. But um, for a while, I was sort of notorious for being really horrible about things. Basically, just I, I worked on Nevermind the Buzzcocks as a writer for three series. And I felt like you were just basically trying to come up with a hundred different ways to say something was shit. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Okay. And, yes, yeah. And so I, I went from that, and then I, I did these pieces uh, for Charlie Brooker, where I was, I was doing these sort of takedowns of shows. I in remember, two yeah, yeah. And I, I, it just makes me seem like this bile-filled <laughs> bastard, and I'm, I'm not really. No. I'm also a coward. Okay. So, like, the idea of sort of nailing <laughs> my colours to the mast here and, and saying these people are dead, yeah, is bit... quite daunting. Okay. If I snap into the fetal position at any point, <laughs> I know. if you need a moment, yeah, oh, yeah. that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, and okay, so let's dive in. Who's going to be your first choice? Oh, this feels. See, this is this feels harsh, man. To some, a hero. I'm going with Nick Knowles. Nick Knowles. I don't <laughs> think we've had a Nick Knowles. Have you not? No. Please fill me in. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, he's. I just don't buy it. Mm. What you see on screen is this, oh, just a chilled out entertainer. Uh, a very David Brentian. Yes. I don't know if you watched last year, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Mm. But he, his performance on that was stunningly like David Brent. Yes. Particularly when he learned that his song had gone to number one. He did that whole kind of, oh, just, you know those bits in The Office mm. uh, where Ricky Gervais, he'd sort of just walk into shot going, oh, just trying to remember who it was one paper version of the year. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it was me. It was that sort of, oh, just trying to remember how that song goes. Uh, uh, yeah. in the room. <laughs> I won't do it because then you'll have to pay a royalty or something. But, no, yeah. um, so, uh, I, I I I don't buy it. No, Everyone's okay. like, "Oh, he's just the nicest man in the whole wide world," and I just I'm I'm looking and I'm thinking, I don't want to be his runner. No, that's pure okay, speculation. Yes. I would not want to be his runner. Interesting. You know what I mean? I feel like there's yeah. a whole kind of. Uh, can we get the coffee, please? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Immediately. Yeah, I've asked five times now. Okay. It's just a coffee. Go and get it. I I feel like you get. See, that's what's gonna. There are some people you look at and you sort of think, I I just don't. Okay. Your on-screen persona, I, I I'm not buying. And it, this is total speculation. No, yeah, he's probably he probably is. is the nicest guy in the world, and I probably am the dick in question here. I mean, um, enough DIY SOS would break you, I think. If you, he's been doing that for a long time. Well, here's the thing: he's sort of slid under the radar. 
Ah. A lot. Yes. Like, I, I don't know if this is still true, but I, I think it has been true f- for years. Mm. For a certain number of Thursdays right. in any given year. Okay. He's on BBC One three times <laughs> in one day. Really? Is and that with his like, quiz show as well? He does a he quiz. He does a quiz show. Yeah. And then he does a show about like traffic police. And then he does DIY SOS in the evening. It's like, steady on. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. a wonderful presenter, but I'm not sure we need three shows. Yeah. In one day. In one day. On the flagship TV station of the country. The, the station that takes something like... 42% of the license fee, that one channel. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of money. And it's all Nick Knowles on a Thursday. And it's all going on Nick Knowles on a Thursday. And I I feel like it's... Surely you could find someone... I'm not saying he's not good. I am saying he's not good. He's fine. He's just sort of... Stand, he's kind of inert. Mm. He's like nitrogen in the atmosphere. Mm. Like, it's just a presence that you don't really feel or use. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've caught that quiz show and... Uh, it's him just going through the motions every time. And I mean... He's not expending many calories of effort there. Mm-mm. And I I feel like th- that's the thing is, if I was Prince Harry, who's just a bloody top lad, <laughs> top bloody lad, uh, I'm sure I'd get the full kind of, oh, mate, how's it going? Oh, you're right. Oh, great to see you. Mm. You'd get that. Of if course. I walked into the room and he wouldn't have any idea who I was, he'd be like, you're all right. I think you'd get that. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, I'm I'm with you, yeah. Um, And then you come on to the music, and I mean, come on. (laughs) Yes. I don't buy into this story. Have you heard the story behind the music? So the story is Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on a roof, like in a rooftop thing, and it was Biffy Claro. Yeah, just Just jamming. Just jamming. jamming. We just jammed. And they were like, uh, hey, you should do this, Nick. Yeah. (laughs) What? Me? Hero? Shut up. That's not for me to say. Yeah, he... And and then Biffy Clyro sort of disavowed that. They I said, did they? Oh, did you not hear about that? No. So um, he told that story on I'm a Celebrity. Biffy Clyro, uh, I think it was the drummer, mm. was interviewed and he said, well, we were told that Nick Knowles had a bottle of champagne waiting for us up on the roof. So <gasps> we kind of all went up. I think there was a guitar there. I don't think I could say any more to it than that in terms of how musical it was. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, obviously, Google the fuck out of that before you put it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I'm pretty sure. And so, and then Nick Knowles did this whole kind of, oh, oh I, I expect it was their management told them to distance themselves from me. I get that. I get it. Okay. And it's like, oh, it's still that kind of oh yeah. I understand. I'm not, what number one? Yeah. Oh, us musicians, you know, yeah. us musician types. That doesn't make me cool. Oh. Um, this guy, legend, never. Yeah, it's not for me to say. I just, it just feels phony. Mm. You know, there are some people where you can look at them and you kind of go, I think you're right because I don't want people to think that I just. This is a universal contempt and hatred of these people. No. For example, mm. Ben Shepherd. Now I love. Ben, no, don't don't you go drawing air in through your teeth like that, young man. Ben Shepherd, <laughs> I love Ben Shepherd. He's 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 dreamy. I mean, he he's dreamy, He's inescapably yeah. beautiful. But he's but hang on, he's probably one of the country's leading journalists, unflinchingly asking the questions that people want to know the answers to of top politicians. Is he? Yes. When? And I like tipping point. <laughs> no, tipping point. Now that he ah, is going through oh, the motions. Okay. Yeah, but he's tired, man. He he's been tired. up since four in the morning. I, every every episode, it's like, 
It's like, I came up with this format and I have to keep doing it, but I don't want to do it anymore. We, the, the, the whole, it's actually a very wry play on words. The whole thing is building up to finding Ben Shepherd's tipping point. The moment <gasps> oh when he my, finally flips and says, You moron! <laughs> yeah. It's Greece! Cars <laughs> yeah. is in Greece! <laughs> yeah. It's not a lettuce! Um, so the, the questions on, uh, on tipping point are yeah. amazing. What it's is bread? Yeah. <laughs> What is bread? For three coins. <laughs> three coins. Of food. Yeah. That's correct. Um, <laughs> no, I, lo- I love to, and I do love, because I, I, I think people will think that I'm doing that sort of tongue-in-cheek thing. I, mm. I actually genuinely adore Ben Shepherd, okay. And I, he looks like a really li- nice man. Mm. Like, I, I buy it. When I see him, his persona, and he's a little bit mischievous and a little bit waspish occasionally, <laughs> I like all of that, and I believe all of that. Yeah. With Nick Knowles... I don't believe no, no. There's pain behind those eyes. There I is think. pain. I mean, that's yeah. why it's it's harsh to come here. I know. And call sorry, him a, I didn't. You know to... what I mean? But um, <laughs> I feel like well, go, you know, get 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 some therapy. Maybe you know, just 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 stop standing in front of people actually doing things <laughs> yeah. for a bit and do something. <laughs> and actually do something. Yeah. Okay. Nick and knows. musically, his album was like all those musicians, whoever his musical director was. It's lovely. Is it? It's just that then you've got some guy literally belching a lyric on top of it. Is it his own compositions or is it no, no, covers? No, no, it's no, all, it's covers. all covers. It is. And he, he realized one with a covers album. Was that what His happened? album, yeah. um, his single. Or was it single, sorry? Uh, went to number one. But his, his album uh, was called Every Kind of People. Which is a, a cover uh, uh, by Robert um, Palmer. Robert right, Palmer, yeah. um, because he said that to him, he suddenly realised how important, you know, how central that song was to his world vision. You know, because it's just people at the end of the day, isn't it? And they're all brilliant. I'm just, any, I'm just, I'm just any bloke, really. Yeah, I'm just any... I just honestly, mate, I don't, I don't <laughs> see colour. I don't, you know, ability. What's that? <laughs> this is all conjecture. So, like, that is so all speculation. Like, I do not know anything about this man, but it's like, oh, it's just good turn it down, dude. Okay, Nick Knowles. It's gonna and be I, first choice. Yeah, I'll stop there. No, go on. No, 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 no. I just feel like <laughs> you get certain people mm. in the world, uh, uh, pop stars. Actually, very often the ones who who. Uh, achieve huge fame really young mm. people like Scylla Black or Lulu right yes. they 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 sort of end up going well if you work hard you could have everything I've got it's like no 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 no, no. you're sort of in arrested development there from when you were 17 and yeah. got spotted yeah. uh, it's yeah. not like that for normal no, people yeah, working sure. in a yeah. pea podding factory yeah <laughs> Yeah, people. But anyway, that, all of that speculation, and I'm sorry, and he's probably lovely. I'm oh, sorry. sorry, Nick. Okay, Nick Knowles is going to be a first choice. Jake, who's going to be a second choice? I'm going to ramp it up quite a notch. Are now. you? Okay. Yeah, because uh, I, I sort of felt like, well, I, I need to find after that, because I don't know if he's worthy. I okay. thought I need to I need to get someone who is palpably worthy of the title of dick. Okay. And this one, I'm totally unabashed. Okay. And that is Christopher Chope, MP. Christopher Chope MP. Okay, I'm going to lay my cards on the table. I don't know who Christopher Chope MP is. Please fill me in. I'm delighted to fill you in. (laughs) I'm just going to pick out the salient points from his Wikipedia page, right? It's uh, Sir Christopher Robert Chope, Mm -hmm. OBE MP. So he's he's a barrister and he's a conservative politician. Mm. Um, 
huge uh, Brexit advocate. He's a, a member of, uh, a supporter of Leave Means Leave, which is a really hardcore pro-Brexit yes. group. That's not no. what makes, let me just, pro-Brexit people, that's not what makes him a dick. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm starting, right? So he's 71. Uh, and I don't know quite what's going on with him. So he was, <laughs> okay. he got an OB in 1982 for services to local government. Right. Um, and he was promoted by Margaret Thatcher mm. to serve in her government in the 80s. Okay. And he was the guy who steered through the community charge, which was also known as the poll tax. Now, oh, good. You're adorable, yeah. but yes. you're 15. Okay, yeah. I'll explain. Yeah. It was a thing in the 80s, yes. and it was uh, a big problem. Mm. This new tax they brought in, and people felt it was very unfair. Yeah, I know about They're, poll tax riots. Exactly. It was a, it, it was a yeah. huge uproar. He's yeah. responsible for the destruction of several McDonald's. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yeah. He did that. Yeah. He wheeled this one out. Okay, yeah. It gets better. Okay, please. Much better. So then, uh, more recently, do you remember the expenses scandal of 2009? Yes. Right. He claimed, Christopher Chope, MP, claimed £136,992 in one year, 2007 to eight. This included claiming £881 to repair a sofa. <laughs> what? Now, they haven't said anything about what happened to that sofa or who did what on it. Um yeah. But I, like, I went down DSS because dog been sick down my sofa. <laughs> they didn't even get me emergency payment. <laughs> anyway. Oh, what is it? What, 800, what sofa does he have that it costs 800 odd pounds to repair this sofa? Yeah, my sofa is not worth 880 Leave his mind, no. yeah. Uh, on the okay. 11th of October 2011, Chope questioned the time allotted to a debate on MPs' pensions. That's MPs' mm. pensions. His pension. Mm. Because this debate came before a debate into the Hillsborough disaster inquiry, it was reported that Chope had threatened to delay the inquiry, leading to widespread criticism of Chope's actions. So there he is saying, I don't care about these people who died in Hillsborough. Yeah. Let's sort out my pension. Wow. Okay. okay. Let's move on. What a nice guy. <laughs> I know. He was criticised in January 2013 for referring to House of Commons dining room staff as servants. Oh. In a speech. <laughs> And five years later, was appointed a Knight Bachelor in the 2018 New Year's Honours. Wow. There you go. Let's go on. In 2009, he co-sponsored an employment opportunities bill to the House of Commons, which would have enabled workers to opt out of the minimum wage. Oh. We don't want all this minimum <laughs> wage nonsense, do we? We don't want basic human rights. He's sceptical of climate change. And attended a meeting of climate change sceptics in the Palace of Webster in October wow. 2010. Good times. I bet that's a fun party. If that's going to be a great party. Imagine the person organising the party for climate change yeah, yeah, sceptics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're doing a barbecue. Um, the, the meat is somewhat saturated with the burning tyre smoke. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah. enjoy. So, oh, he... Uh, Voted against the legislation for same-sex marriage in 2013. Mm -hmm. He voted against uh, requiring all companies with more than 250 employees to declare the gap in pay between the average male and average female salaries. Mm -hmm. And he he wanted to do an alternative Queen's speech. This oh. was in 2013. Okay. Uh, he was he was trying to talk about what a future Conservative government might deliver. And they had 42 policies on this list, okay. including 
reintroducing the death penalty. No. And, really? Yep. And conscription, <laughs> i.e. putting you in the army whether you want to be or not. The privatisation of the BBC, banning the burqa in public places, holding a referendum on same-sex marriage and preparing to leave the European Union. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that he, he, wanted, <laughs> he wanted an alternative Queen's speech where they announced all of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, he's tabled a lot of bills with one other guy called Peter Bone. I mean, you're already well on the way to Dick with a name like that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's notorious for blocking and filibustering, right? So this okay. is where you, you talk until the session has run out and, and no longer people can't vote anymore because you, mm. it's sort of expired. Right. He objects to private members' bills. Uh, so... Because he he thinks that uh, they haven't had enough scrutiny, mm. even if they've got huge support publicly or within Parliament. Okay. So, for example, in 2013, he objected to the second reading of the Alan Turing statutory pardon bill in the House of Commons. Right. Um, I you know Alan Turing, so he was yeah. this amazing guy. He yeah. invented computers, and he was gay, and he he went to prison for all. Like, he was found guilty of it. Right. He hadn't been officially pardoned. Okay. He blocked his pardon. Oh my god! Um, in the end, the government had to do it under the royal prerogative of mercy. <sighs> he blocked a bill in 2014 that would have banned the use of wild animals in circus performances. <laughs> In the same month, he filibustered a bill intended to make revenge evictions an offence. Okay. Uh, he filibustered a private member's bill that would have placed restrictions on hospital parking charges for carers. And let's come on to 2018. He blocked, this is the sort of famous one, he blocked the passage of a private member's bill that would have made upskirting an offence. Why is he doing these things? Why is he trying to stop all these things happening? So, because he's a dick, he... and I am not afraid to say that of him. <laughs> yeah. The man is wildfire in the dick community. <laughs> he's incre- He's so hot right now in the dick world. Um, he says that it's all about the, these aren't these these aren't bills. This isn't about legend. This is virtue signalling. Oh, so he thinks that we're, this is just cute laws. Mm. Whereas people who have been violated by these things sort of feel quite cute. And let's come on to the biggest one of all, shall we? Let's come on to the biggest one of all. Never mind that he didn't want to give extra legal protection to police dogs and horses. Never mind that. Never mind that he wanted to stop uh, women MPs uh, using. Uh, the House of Commons to mark the centenary of women's suffrage in the United wow. Kingdom. Oh Never mind that. <laughs> Never mind that. Let's look at the 23rd of November 2018. Okay. Chope objected to a bill which would have amended the Children Act 1989 mm. in order to increase the protective power of courts over girls at risk of female genital mutilation. Oh my God. Really? Which I think is a very short-sighted move because he's one of the biggest female genitals out there and he's asking for mutilation. (laughs) That man is categorically a dick. I'm quite happy to just publicly say how much of a dick that man is. That is... It kind of makes Nick Nolls, you know what I mean? I'm quite pleased that I've gone... This far in my life about knowing who he is, but now I know, now I'm very aware of who he is. But that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like why? How? Like why is he doing these things? And what? Why? 
It's just unbelievable. I know. Like, he's getting off on like stopping these things happening I quite think... clearly, and it's a bit like, what's the point? What's I do, the point th- I do think that with him, there there is absolutely this kind of sort of sadistic. You know, you you yes. get those people who yeah. sort of say, I once met someone who said, um, I was, I was, oh, it's a long story, but uh, he he basically after I'd spent several days with him. Mm. He sort of said, well, I, just, "I just like I like pushing people's buttons. I like winding them up." <laughs> and I just thought, "Why? Well, like, why do you want to do that? What's that for? Why? Yeah. What pleasure can you get out of seeing someone else distressed, agitated, or angry? Like, how mm. does that even? What's the mechanism yeah. in your head <laughs> yeah. that pays your brain a dividend from that?" Um, and I think that Christopher Chope is one. Of, he, he's yeah, just got he... some funny wiring in there. Oh, funny, my. funny wiring. That is one of the most. Like genuinely dickish people that have been put on the island. Oh, I'm so, I'm so proud. It is, yeah, because that is so justified. It's like it's yeah. not even like you. Quite often, you know, for example, like your Nick Knowles choice, mm. you kind of wince and you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this," but it's very you know, borderline. But it's yeah. like that is just out and out. Yeah, it's and just... he needs to be on a desert island. Like, oh, the absolutely. man needs to be marooned. Yeah. yeah, on his own. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and. Never brought back. Christopher <laughs> Chope, MP. Yes. Holy moly, okay. People of, I think, Southampton, p- p- please stop voting for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I understand you want to vote Conservative, that's fine, but, but, but not, just, not that one. Yeah. Please not that pick one. Pick someone else. Okay. Um, great, okay. <laughs> Christopher Chope, MP, yeah. is going to be a second choice. Thank you very much, Jake. And um, who's going to be a third choice? Well, I'm, <laughs> this is like a parabolic curve. Okay. I'm swooping right back down, and I, there is absolutely no substantiation for this Okay, one. okay, fine. So I am sorry. Okay. It's Alexander Armstrong. <laughs> is it? Which is awful. It's not legitimate. There's nothing legitimate about this. But sort of, it's like a, you need a palate cleanser after Christopher Chope. <laughs> you do, yeah. You Alexander do. Armstrong, I'm sure, will never hear this because he's got far better things to do. But if, if, <laughs> if by any chance anyone who knew him was listening, he's not a dick, okay? He's okay. not a dick. No. But I was, I was sort of slightly... Look, he's the modern Des O'Connor. The modern Des O'Connor. And I'm sorry, yeah. but you are going to have to take that one. You, yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like, there are limits. Yeah, okay. I don't fully understand, right? So you're you're part of... One of Britain's most successful comedy duos, mm. right? Armstrong, mm. yeah. brilliant. brilliant, really yeah. brilliant. Start doing a few ads, kitching. Mm. It's fine. We'll look the other way. We all get it. You want to pay your mortgage off? Fine. Then Miller goes off and does things like directing episodes mm. of Steve Coogan's show. Um, what was the one? Which one? He's like a roadie. He's an ex-roadie. Oh, Saxondale. Saxondale. Yeah. He yeah he starts doing some some really nice prestigious kind of comedy things and writing stuff and and you know good things and yeah. acting in some quite prestigious things and Alexander Armstrong oh, it's pointless <laughs> now that's fine you can do that but you're slightly delegitimizing yourself as a comedian mm. you know and that's okay like if if you're like do you know what I don't I don't want to work oh, that hard it's too you, hard I don't want to do that like I can I. I forget he's a com- even a comedian. Right. Right. He's just he's now just, he's just the guy that does he's, pointless. He's a that. Yeah. He's that. He, you know. He's oh, it's that Alexander Armstrong. And here's the thing: I know people who've worked with him. Okay. And everybody says he is ineffably lovely. Oh. You couldn't f him if you tried. Like he's ineffably. Like he's he's lovely. So I feel like a proper little shit bucket saying this. You know, he's lovely. Is he? I slightly wonder. You know, so 
I have my suspicions about Nick Knowles, <laughs> yeah. right? No, no, he is. Oh, well, he, he is, is. Okay, genuinely okay. lovely. Okay. Like, if if you meet him, you'll be like, God, he was charming, <laughs> right? But I, I would sort of argue you you can afford to be. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, if I had that kind of money, I would. I would fillet on request anyone who asks. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, because why not? Life's so good, right? Yeah. My so what? So what? So where am I? Why? Where, where are am you I going with, with this dick thing? Right? How am I applying dickery to Alexander? Yes. And and I am clutching at straws. Mm. But what I the only thing I've got really is like, you've got pointless, right? Mm. That's a cash cow. Oh yeah. Is this celebrity oh, pointless? Yeah. Blah blah blah. You've got all of that. Mm. Then. If you want to, you know, shift some tickets, you've got your music stuff. Ah, right? yes, he does music as well. Of course he, he does, does music yeah. as well. And I'll look the other way. Christmas although, time, yeah. Although, I might have to take exception to you doing an hour-long, basically, advert on Sky Arts, a notional documentary about your album. Is that what you did? With uh, wow, Katie Derham interviewing him. Right. And... Uh, you know, it's cool. You want to make an album. Christmas is coming. There's a lot of grannies out there who watch Pointless. I get it. Yeah. That's cool. Cash in. Yeah. But don't ask me to swoon mm. at the majesty yes. of your musical yes. nuance. Yeah. Right? Don't. Have some self-awareness. Sure. Yeah. Be like Shane Ritchie. Go on Strictly It Takes Two. Sing a nice song. Have a good time. Don't stand in the studio, eyes closed, Doing a sting song. It's a sting song, right? (laughs) It's a nice one. Fields of gold. It's a nice one. But don't close your eyes and slowly shake Mm. your head and then start conducting. Yeah. Just swirling the hand, gently conducting. Don't do that. And don't talk for an hour on Sky Arts about (laughs) saying, he said something like, I just wanted people to, to go, wow, you know, this is a really, this guy knows his stuff musically, you know? Mm. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a Tesco album for grannies. Yes. Like, let's yes. be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get, don't take the money. Yeah. I'll look the other way, but don't then ask me to worship you, yeah. right? Because yeah. you can't have both. Yeah. You can't have critical acclaim and the money, yes. right? Yes. That's an overreach. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, know yourself. Right. Right. So, know your even position. that, even that, I could go past. Mm. But, dude. You're the show on Classic FM. Mm. You do Pointless. Mm-hmm. You do the albums. You're the voice of uh, Hey Dougie on CBBC. Yes, he is. Yeah. And Danger Mouse. Is he Danger Mouse? Oh. Yeah, on CBBC, right? And who knows what else? Mm. Voiceovers galore all over the shop. Mm. All I'm saying is that voiceover on Danger Mouse or Hey Dougie, that one job will easily feed a family of four. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Some jobbing actor that will feed a family of four. Yeah. Right? Now, I get it. Maybe you're thinking, I'm just going to rake this in while I can. I, I get that thing with stardom, that you've you got to make hay while the sun's shining. Yeah. But, dude, it's not even cigar money to you. Yeah. But it would feed a family of four. Yeah. 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 Is that... Have I gone too far? No, Am let I someone else have a go. Person? No, I think Am it's Am I fine. a terrible person? Um, I have an Alexander Armstrong story. Do you? Yes, I do. Was um, he lovely? Oh, he's lovely. I've, I've not met him. Right. but He I has ha- his own bespoke tea blend made for him. Does he? Yeah, I read it in a magazine article. He said, it's completely delicious and I wouldn't drink anything else. I'm like, all right. Do, is it, can you buy it in shops? No. No. It's, it's just bespoke. It's made just for him. What? Yes. 
But how do you even figure this guy that out? Is serious money, like, and yeah. he was serious money before he started. Uh, so stop. Yeah, do you think? Because everyone goes, oh, he works so hard. He's he honestly, Zander. That's a red flag. Zander works so hard. I'm like, really? Because I work quite hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm sure I'm happy to go mano a mano. Yeah. And see see what it's like doing your own music reporting for your TV shows. Yes. What's that feel like? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Tell me your story. Um. Okay. So the story is I used to work for a radio station where there was many other radio stations, including Classic FM. Right. And um, I've seen a lot of pointless, and I've never seen Alexander Armstrong in the flesh and right. so I was walking down a corridor and he does a classic FM show yes. which he was pre-recording I guess and uh, he was walking down the corridor looking very smart he had like a waistcoat on he has lovely. his look lovely and he's looking really pleased with himself and I was walking down the corridor and I, I looked at him and I kind of looked at him like like I know who you are you don't know who yeah, I am yeah, and he yeah. gave me a smile and it was all very pleasant and then I walked into the toilet that he just walked out of and he'd done the stinkiest shit <laughs> 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 it was unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable and so I was just like the reason he was looking so smug is because of what he just created in there right you know and do you know you, so, there are some people particularly backstage there are some people where I don't know if it's like marking territory man but it's like what can your house be like oh my way, God. like yeah. just I've I've done uh, on Radio 4 mm. the Now show mm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names All right. but someone uh, uh, <laughs> pretty regular there i mean i say regular advisedly just hosing urine all up the top like really? all over it why it's like, what's that why do you, yeah um at the maybe at, it was just crying maybe it was tears and not piss i don't know at the bbc i, I do I, I work on a show on six music every sunday at the bb on the bbc uh, on um bbc six music so i'm working in one of the buildings there and without fail is this western um wogan wogan house wogan course, house yeah, yeah. yeah in wogan house um there is someone that does a dirty protest oh. almost every Sunday in the same Fantastic. toilet. You go in, it's just... I don't know what we got on to poo. Sorry, I took it to poo. There you go, sorry. Can I, can I give you one last yeah, poo story? On, yes. Based in Wogan House. Go, yeah. Which is simply... Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the name concerned. But there was a time when Radio 2... Um, it, it was almost problematic how much drinking was happening. Okay. That does, there's nothing like that now. Okay. Like, it's very slick and very professional. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I sort of caught the tail end because I started working there 25 years ago. Mm. And some, some nice lunches were being taken by some producers. Okay. They're all gone now. It's done. It's too late to write to the Daily Mail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but there was, there was uh, an incident where... Um, one producer who notoriously was drinking a lot. We'll call him Sydney. And one morning, like a Friday morning or something, uh, a little sort of congregation formed uh, 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 just by the lifts on the first floor. Right. Uh, some people were standing around uh, outside the door of an office looking at unmistakably um, or quite a large human poo on the carpet, <laughs> thinking... <laughs> what's what is this <laughs> and so everyone was looking at it in mystery just going how what why and uh sydney's assistant came up and said what's going on and they said look look at this poo on the carpet <laughs> and she went oh that'd be one of sydney's <laughs> and they went whoa 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 how do you know this is one of sydney's poos 
And she went, but he drinks Guinness, doesn't he? And that's really bad. Oh, oh, no. And they worked, they, they worked no. it out. They, they, they had to sort of go back through it and re- recreate what had happened. And he'd gone out, got drunk, been walking back past Wogan House, thought to himself, oh, I need to go to the toilet. I'll go back to work. Yeah. Um, had, had his pass, went up to the first floor, mm-hmm. but uh, the toilets were through the security yes. door into the studio. Okay. Couldn't get into that. So just dropped his trousers and had a poo outside his <laughs> office. <laughs> no. no. You're welcome. I'm sorry. It's it's, everything no. I do turns to shit. <laughs> I took I'm it such there. a dick. I know you're not. I'm so, I am the biggest dick of all that. I, I, I apologize for Alexander. And well, I know he's enough, lovely. You know. I know he's lovely. And that's that counts for a lot in my book. Hey. Pointless is a very good format, isn't it's it? It's very watchable. Isn't it? It's very watchable. Thank you, you, you very much indeed. You and very... to you, thank you very much indeed. And you, thank you very much indeed. Richard, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Contestant, thank you very much indeed. And to the scoreboard, thank you very much indeed. Audience, thank you very much indeed. It's a hard job. <laughs> Richard, my point is, but that is very good, by the way. <laughs> um, okay, Alexander Armstrong. Um, have you done that one before? <laughs> That, no, that was very good. No. <laughs> uh, okay, um, you do feel very powerful if you get a pointless answer. Oh yeah, that can see you through the rest of the day. Oh yeah, yeah, Got that's, it. that's a nice yeah. little, nice little. You just like skipping through, making dinner, and you know, putting the wash on or whatever. Okay, <laughs> Alexander Armstrong is going to be maybe clearing a poo up in a corridor. <laughs> yeah. a child's poo nowadays. Yeah, um, <laughs> Alexander Armstrong is going to be your third choice. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah, man. but I don't feel good about that. Okay, well you can't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, okay, well, thank you very much. Uh, Jake, now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? I realise that the first three, this is slightly lighter now. The pressure's yeah. off, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, oh, like, yeah, because it, it, it's quite... Well, unless I chose, like, octopus or something and it attacked me back. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't, it's going to be hard to be attacked yeah, back exactly, by food yeah. and... and um, okay, so food or drink? What's first? Um, I'm going to go first with uh, food. food. I'm, I'm going to choose egg. Egg? Yeah. Just egg. Egg? Yeah, because it's needless. Like, you just don't need it, right? No. And uh, it's in everything. There's always egg in everything, yes. particularly in a lot of foods that people think are vegan. Ah. If you have a look, there's always egg whites. Are you vegan? Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. And so look, we didn't wait more than five minutes before I told you that. <laughs> yeah, we did. So let's yeah. just dis- debunk that. Yeah. And yes, I'm pushing my agenda now. Yeah. I'm a dick. All right. So yeah. um, it just they put it in everything. It's yeah. in biscuits. It's in uh, like okay. otherwise vegan sausage. So many things that could be vegan mm. if you just didn't have some egg in it. And you don't mm. need it. There are so many other things that would do an egg's job in cooking. Like you can use uh, chia seeds or banana or ah. just corn flour or just don't even worry about it. It's fine. So why are they using eggs so much? Cheaper? No. Um, it's partly historical. A lot of recipes called oh. for egg. Mm. Uh, and it is cheaper. And that's sort of the other part of it, which is you can't defend eating an egg, dude. You, you just can't. No. Even people who say, well, I I have chickens in my back garden and it's very lovely, actually. And they have, they're very happy. Can I, can I eat their eggs? It's like... No, <laughs> no. Partly because, why not? Well, I mean, it's a period. Do you it really is, want to eat is. a hen yeah, period? You, yeah. But but um, they sometimes eat 
their eggs, the unfertilized ones, because they no. it takes so many nutrients out of them mm. that for them, they need to recoup that if they can. And that's almost a pun. Uh, nice. And, <laughs> almost. Uh, but the real thing is like, it's about, it's all about the boys. Where are the boys, right? Let's say you got four chickens, four girls, right? Yes. Laying eggs for you. Yeah. Well, where did they come from? Well, they got hatched, right? Mm. In a hatchery. Mm. Now, statistically, half of the hatchlings in a hatchery are going to be boys, right? Right, yeah. Where are they? Oh, what happens to them? Do you know what happens to them? No. I heard a, a sort of whimsical piece on Radio 4 about a year ago saying, <laughs> of all the uh, esoteric professions uh, to be in trouble, uh, people are finding it very hard to recruit chick sexers <laughs> and it was this so piece i was like i'm not surprised because i know what chick sexing entails right wow. so what you have you have this huge tray or conveyor belt of chicks that have just hatched literally just come out of the shells little fluffy yellow things like an easter card. i know where this is going yeah. right and they literally look at their bums go right that's a female stick it on the conveyor belt and off it goes to wherever Oh, that's a male. They toss it into a shredder alive. Yes, yeah. And it's a fucking bloodbath. Yeah. So you can't eat eggs and you don't need to but eat then eggs. Are they, are they making it like they're making like chicken nuggets and stuff out of that, right? No. The the blended uh, boys. No. Not to my knowledge, possibly. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Fine. Some okay. of it goes for like pet food and stuff. But yeah, uh, all right. the, or they'll suffocate them. But um oh. yeah, in this country they they it's a bloodbath and they're alive just being ground up. It's horrible. That is horrible. Like of all the dick foods, I think egg is just about as dick as you can get, man. It's dick. You don't need it. You can tell by the look on my face, I think, that I do eat eggs. <laughs> yeah. You know you know I eat eggs. I know. But, no, sorry. But, no, I hate it, being the dick no, that's no, saying it. No, but... but like the more you say it and then the more I think you are right. You are right. There was a really lovely article David Mitchell wrote in The Guardian last week saying, as a meat eater, I'm getting increasingly annoyed with the fact that I can't be as annoyed with vegans as I used to be. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> they were sort of, there are only a few of them and they were a mad fringe group and we could just laugh at them. And now I feel like, shit, they might be right. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> and it's I, true, I thought yeah. that was a lovely, it was yeah. a really honest thing to write and I really admired him for that. Mm, I know, but, it's true. I mean, I've, I've, um, I've been seriously reducing my meat intake but i've been attempting uh to become i can't give up fish as of yet so uh, living a semi-pescatarian lifestyle the one thing i really miss as a vegan because people are oh did you miss cheese i bet you miss cheese i i don't i did i don't know there are so Mm. many good fake cheeses now is there um yeah amazingly good things that people are making and and like quite small companies some of them but just beautiful you should have a look at mouse's favorite okay i went and met the woman she makes it's camembert it's and it's made of cashew nuts and it's amazing is it and she makes it single-handedly in this amazing workshop underneath a high-rise block in Camden and you can bake it like a nice you can't bake it she's working on a bakeable one but it's oozy and unctuous and it's got a rind and it's okay that is good anyway no um, sorry I don't miss cheese but I do miss fish sauce because there is nothing to match that kind of pungent nasty murk Mm. yet but I mean someone should just come and swab my groin one day (laughs) 
just replicate that in a petri dish. Oh, You'd be away. I'm sorry, that's disgusting. Oh, that that's is absolutely so disgusting. I'm really sorry. Um, can you, so yeah, go on. Like if you go and eat out and something might have fish sauce in it, what are you My, I, careful I, to check? Or I, there are a lot of most restaurants. I would even venture to say now, if you say, can you make a vegan version of this? Uh, right, they generally would do. It, yeah. It's very like I mean the um, the offering is much better nowadays. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Like back in the day, de- I've been vegan for seven or eight years. And like in the old days, like the f- fake cheese technology was terrible. Oh, yeah. It tasted like corks dipped in vinegar, man. Yeah, it, it was just horrendous. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. It was, yeah. But now it's it's it's, it's a piece of, uh, well, slightly over dense cake. <laughs> <laughs> Needs an egg or two in there. Well, I think oh, it, when, when, <laughs> Egg's going to be your food choice. Yeah. And drink? <sighs> Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max, which I'm drinking. You're drinking Pepsi Max, right? Know, well, you've just finished a bottle of Pepsi Max right now, and I'm judging myself. Um, can I guess why? Are you addicted sure, yeah, to Pepsi Max? It. Yes. Is that why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I literally use it. Uh, do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an addiction. It's horrific. Is it? It's got a tremendous amount of caffeine in it. Mm. Uh, it's also got this stuff in it called, and it has to sort of label it. It, says, it contains a source of phenylalanine. <laughs> Which it's it's naturally occurring. It happens to be an antidepressant. Uh, is it? <laughs> Literally makes you la la. Um, but I find, like, if I've got work on, mm. you, you you know the old cliche of like people who work TV people, mm. and they'll go and do a couple of lines of kind. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Get you through. I'll just yeah. do a bottle or two. Like it's, it's the <laughs> yeah. same. Like this gives me the hit I need to go and. Are you reliant? Egomaniacally spout shit. Are you, for... are you drinking them every day? Most days I work. I like. I try not to drink it if I'm not working. Have you but tr- it was it was hard. I gave it up completely about a year ago, and then I got this big job on, and I just I was like, I I need I, I need and it was this. literally that feeling of like I need yeah some Pepsi Max. Now that's all just me. I understand that. Yes, uh, for legal reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's all just me. Um, but, you know, I want to put it on a desert island so that I stop drinking it. Okay, that's not, a good reason. I'm not happy. Yeah. I'm not happy with myself. Really? Have you tried to kick it? Like, several times. I'm not even kidding. Um, it's my one... Coffee doesn't do the trick, or...? Coffee's okay, you know. Right. It's like the whole... Uh, you are addicted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was it, was it um, Ogden Nash, the poem, uh, Candy is Dandy, but Liquor is Quicker. Ah, uh, okay. It, uh, but Pepsi Max... <laughs> It's another level. <laughs> is it? Is it that good? It's that good. Really? Look, I can get you a first one for free. <laughs> no, that's, that's what you go towards. Yeah. Do you know a good? Do you know a good guy actually? Yeah, I know a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll, okay. text, I'll text him. Text him. I'll text him. I'll see if he's in town. He's barefoot. Is he local? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's always he's always barefoot. But don't like don't look him in the eye. Yeah. Maz, <laughs> have you got any cherry ones? Uh, uh Old Street. <laughs> Half an hour. Half an hour, okay. Yeah. Great, £1.20. <laughs> How much do they cost? Well, my dealer gets me these for 50 quid a bottle, but... Um... Yeah, okay. Pepsi Max, because of your addiction. Yes. Okay, thank you very much, Jake. Uh, and we'll hear more from Jake after this. Jake, fortunately for you, you won't be about entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work. But just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? What a terrible world you've built. I know. It's bad, isn't it? It is bad. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to... I'll start with the film. What's going to be a film choice? I am going to choose Whiplash. 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 
yeah, the film about the, the little drummer, drummer boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, because it's rotten. And the message it sends is rotten. And it's hateful. And everything about it is hateful and stupid. Go on. But, well, look, the secret to great jazz drumming is not drumming faster. Okay? <laughs> faster. You must drum faster. Faster, child. And he drums so fast that, oh, until, oh, his bloodied fist, oh, and he puts it through the, oh, <laughs> and it's full of that. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's all this homophobic stuff being spouted by Mr. Ah, oh, gentlemen, you blah, 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 blah. Yeah, He's being horrible. A guy b- blows his brains out or something because he can't handle the pressure of it. Nothing, <laughs> but nothing in the world of jazz has ever been about that. No. Okay. Like, in terms of good jazz. No, yeah. Right, because the whole essence of jazz is exuberance, mm. joy, yes. emotion, losing yourself. It's not about strict, rigid discipline. No, it's endlessly cool jazz. It's, yeah, it's about, well, and, and endlessly hot. Like, yeah. it's, it's about wanting to move, to dance, to mm. feel. And this is all about suppressing, oppressing all of that stuff. And it's just crap mm. it's utter crap and i i i hate i hate everything about it. i hate the fact that you know the only woman in it gets kicked out because girls are yuck and i've got right. to get on with my work right. and i hate the sort of fascination with 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 jazz because it's the wrong sort of jazz which is mid 70s jazz and that's just the worst mm. kind of jazz mm. i mean it's sort of okay some of it but not really no, okay. and there is nothing to like about this film Right, okay. you know, you're never going to go. Oh, let's watch Whiplash. Like you're it's never because it's not going to transport it's, you. Has it got critical? It's got, like, Critically, it did really, really well. It did really well, it, didn't it? I think it got an Oscar, possibly. Possibly, I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But the director, I think the director went on to do La La Land, right? Perhaps, it was the same guy, yeah. Michelle something. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know. the same fascination with kind of wistful, listless mm. mid seventies. Bollocks music. Mm. <laughs> like, if you're going to do a musical, like, oh, talking about La La Land, if you're going to do a musical, right, then it needs to be a toe-tapping, it needs to have good yeah. singable tunes. Yes, yes. There's yeah. that one song in La La Land, the opening song, and you think, oh, this will be all right. Sidious. And it's not. And there's one bit in La I'm sorry, I'm moving on from Whiplash. No, it's fine. It's Can fine. It, it's we pretend fine. it's one of those double okay. DVDs yes, like yes, you get in it's garages. Fine. It's absolutely fine. Same director. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're clicking their fingers, mm. and they're clicking their fingers on one and three, not two and four, right? You know, like one, two, three, four. They go yeah. one, two, three, four. One, two, three. No, 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 no. In the world of any kind of jazz, yeah. any kind of show tune, it's two and four. One, two, one, two. Oh, right? Nice. Okay. Or one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. They've got it wrong. Not one, three. Nah. It's so flat-footed, and it's the guy, he's obsessed with jazz. Mm. The director. But he knows nothing about. It. It's like me writing a song about. Uh, sorry, it's like me making a film about. Uh, what am I obsessed with? But I don't know anything about. I mean everything. Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the making of Pepsi Max. Yeah. <laughs> it would yeah. never be a good film. No. Um. Okay. <laughs> I. So one scene really sticks in my head. Uh. I'm going to be honest, right? I think... I don't get to the cinema that often. I think I went to see Whiplash and I, I came away and I was like, oh, that was quite good. You know? Right. Which probably is, like, uh, paints me in quite a bad light. But um, there's one um, scene that really sticks with me that's really, like, quite a 
bizarre scene. It's where he like rolls his car. Yes. And he's like on the way to think he rolls his car, but there's a shot and I'm sure like I'm almost certain in in it it zooms in on his mobile phone and as the car's like rolling it zooms in on someone calling him on um the his drum teacher calling him on the phone. Yeah, cuz he's on his way to a big concert. Yes. And it's like it's such an odd scene. Yeah. I think it's so it's like a, something from an action film. Yes. And they've just like put it into this film about drumming it makes no sense to me. I feel the director is he he loves mid 70s fusion jazz. Mm. Uh and he loves cinema. Mm. And I think you get people in industries who are really enthusiastic amateurs and they don't really know what they're doing. Mm. That's harsh. Mm. But it's like you're a fan. You're not really a, a, a crafter of it. Okay. You know, like you get people who sort of, you get writers who say, oh, I just, I just love working with words. And you think, oh, I hate working with words. What I love is having written something. Mm. You know, I hate the process of writing. It's a pain in the arse. Mm. Just get it, it done, is, yeah. get it down, make it work. Is it funny? Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Done. Next. Whereas that whole idea of, mm, I wonder if, mm-hmm. ooh, somnambulist. <laughs> Shall I put that in? Yeah. Fuck that. Get on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the sort of directing equivalent of that. Okay, okay. Okay, whiplash. I'm I'm purging a lot today. Thanks. Mm, I, I'm going to okay. sleep so well. Tonight. Yeah, I know. I feel like people leave here saying that to me quite often. And I feel like my shoulders really hurt. When I was going to say you need these. to get a massage. I know. Or something after I, know these I do. I think, but I am. Um, it is also my fault because I'm the facilitator of hate, basically, by setting up this podcast. I am. I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm not a bad person. I promise. But no. I, I just like I. I came up with a format i am i am um ben shepherd you are tipping no i'm not you are. i do love doing this podcast but um but i do feel bad because every week i think come tell me tell me who you don't like. your yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, well it's a it's a valuable service this is like yes. an extended two minute hate well yes it is yeah um okay and I, I would say you remind me of me when I go and like work in offices for a while. Mm. I generally try to explain to people, look, it's it's cool. I'm the hate sponge. Just direct all your hatred and contempt at me. Yeah. I will absorb it for you, and then I will take it off site. I will remove it from your office. Yeah. You know, and don't don't ask me what I'll do to to get rid of that hatred. Yeah. You know, terrible things will happen. <laughs> as a consequence but I will dispose of it what are you doing in offices why are you going to offices and, and uh, no reason shut up extracting uh? <laughs> extracting people well you end up working on a production you know on a project or something okay. you, you, know, you go in and you spend a few days perhaps yeah. you're writing in the corner or perhaps you're just doing the bins alright right. times are hard <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> um, okay Whiplash yeah and what's going to be your song choice I'm hoping you're going to go with me for this was this difficult or easy for you to choose it came pretty quick okay. pretty quick okay Imagine by John Lennon. Wow. Have you had that one? No. Mm. Okay. I think think it's rotten. Okay, please. Uh, Where to start? Mm. I mean, lyrically, it's pretty rotten. Yeah. Um, It's a knockoff of Eric Satie's Gymnopodies, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. It's just, oh, look, there's a major seventh. Well done, you. Uh, It's badly recorded. It's badly mixed. It's badly sung. Um... It's very overindulgent. The video, he's in that white piano in a white suit and all yeah, this, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and the guy was a dick. <laughs> I feel like you're not allowed, to, like, it's something at university, you're not allowed to 
speak ill of John Lennon, yeah. right? And or his thing. music, but yeah. here you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not a great track record, I believe, uh, in terms of his uh, relationships with Will no, and, and yeah. the things he yeah. did there. Mm. Uh, I think had his own had an apartment just for his fur coats uh, in New York. Mm. I mean, there's, not, there's cool, not much to love there, our priest and love, but not, not, not the minx. Yeah, uh, <laughs> kill them, massacre them all, bloodbath. Uh, and uh, I just feel like, yeah, he he was a dick. The song was self indulgent, cack. Uh, it's a crap song. It's not like a, a very loved song internationally. Yeah, well, it's one of those ones. I think that's one of the things I hate about it is it's a sort of unimpeachable. You know, there are certain things that people will do. It's like hosting DIY SOS. You know what I mean? No one can go, what a dick. Helping out disabled children. You dick. Like, you can't. It's Nothing unimpeachable. Yet. So, you know, it's the same sort of with the whole, <laughs> all of the sort of um i i iconography of of that song imagine mm, mm. it was all about setting himself up as an angel you know bill oh, hicks right. does a very funny bit of stand up okay go this was way back yeah. like in the around 1990 i would think where he says for god's sake why they assassinate john lennon i'll drive you to kenny rogers house and i feel like i think they got the right guy yeah. <laughs> If you had to choose, if you had to choose, because he's not like Kenny Rogers isn't pretentious, you know, it's toe tapping fun and he knows what he is. All this setting himself up as a all the good Beatles songs were written by Paul McCartney. Discuss (laughs) Paul McCartney's genius, love him. Yeah, yeah. I've just had someone on the podcast that their first choice was Paul McCartney. Oh, really? Yeah, who's that? Because I'll see him in the car Um, park. Sarah Keyworth, right? Comedian Sarah Keyworth. I'm coming for her. No, I love. I genuinely love Paul McCartney. Yeah, um, but, um, we were talking. I think we were talking about. Um, uh, so, um, someone else that has been on this podcast, Brian Murphy, he uh, made a really good point. He, he was saying that he thinks there should be a music czar, like there's a night czar, someone that like oversees music, <laughs> and you have an option as a as an artist. You can, uh, you've got ten year, you've got five albums or ten years, and that's it. You got to call it a day. Oh, interesting. He, he's like, you're never going to get better than those first five albums. It goes downhill rapidly from then, and that's where we were saying Paul McCartney's got to. That's a really good point. Um, I know that uh, Billy Joel and Elton John um, had a conversation because mm. they sort of toured, and I never really understood that because I really like Billy Joel, and I, I yeah, okay, and there's Elton John, <laughs> but. Um, Elton John said to Billy Joel, um, you should put out more albums. And Billy Joel said, yeah, you should put out less. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a point. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay. Obviously, he meant fewer, but we'll fewer. overlook that. <laughs> you should stop. That's <laughs> what he should have said. Yeah, yeah. But you should stop. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, imagine. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's your choice. That's great. Okay. Um Thank you very much, Jake. And finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Yeah, humans, yeah. Humans? Yeah, human. But I'm not doing that one. Okay. Um, I'm guessing people have done that. Have said, people said that? Someone has yeah, said Yeah, I thought someone was saying yeah. It's all right, I, No, it's Everyone not all right. Can... It's so hard. Right. You're so sweet because you're like, oh, great choice. Like, fuck, every week I hear this. Anyway. Um... <laughs> no, everyone has a different swing on it. I'm going to choose... Uh, cuckoos, cuckoos, because okay. fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What utter wankers! Like, 
It's like the Jeremy Kyle bird. Yeah. It just shits out an egg in someone else's nest. You raise it. I'm not fucking raising it. Is that what they what do? What kind of a shit? That's, yeah, yeah. So what they do, they, they fly to another bird's nest, mm. kick out one of their eggs, lay an imposter cuckoo egg, and then the other bird raises it no. as it goes and fetches the fucking worms and the grubs <laughs> and stuff, feeds it and all that shit until there's like... Oh, one of our one of our children is a funny colour, darling. Yeah, it's a fucking cuckoo. <laughs> oh my, is that true? Yes, That's mad. How do they get away yes. with that? <laughs> there was legislation. I know. They're like benefit scroungers of the bird world. Well, there was going to be legislation, but Christopher Chope MP stopped it. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, cuckoo, as if they do that. Yeah. And then do they ever go back to get them, or they just leave them? No, there? no don't give it. Wow. A... Yeah. Cuckoos. Cuckoos are little shits. They are. Yeah. As if. Yeah. Didn't know that about them. Yeah. How Wankers. Weird. Utter, this is, that's a real dick move in the yeah. animal kingdom, isn't what? it? Are they... I don't know. I want to make more assumptions about the cuckoos. Are they having multiple partners? Are they like... Are they? Do they mate for life? I don't know. What What do we know of them about, about I the don't, cuckoos? I don't know. I think... Well, they, they... I know that they nest in Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm thinking if a cuckoo is particularly promiscuous and uh, a cuckoo has multiple relationships, maybe it will like, and then the next morning after it's like, oh God, I, oh no, I'm pregnant again. What do I do with this? And just go and Where am I going to put this? <laughs> yeah. I'm, t- I'm touching feathers here. See ya. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. yeah. It is the Jeremy Carl of birds. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, it's like sort of. Seeing other birds' nests as council houses. Wow, Unbelievable. You learn Squatters. So, I learn new things all the time on this podcast. Um, and cuckoos are going to be animal choice. Yeah. Jake, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks so much. I hope I haven't destroyed my career or yours. No. Or, or, or any of the other people's um, apart from Christopher Chopes, which know, I'd really like to see. I, th- I think you're fine. I think you've done well. I think it's great. And uh, if I had destroyed my career, it definitely would have happened by now, I think, maybe, because there's, there's always time. There's, so much no, there's, there's always time. Don't um, forget Jake. some of the great stories. <laughs> uh, Jake. Tell me about what you're doing at the minute. What are you up to at the minute? Oh, thanks. Um, uh, well, uh, I, I'm working on a podcast uh, yeah. with Lizzie Roper and Robin Morgan, uh, which is called The Old Sex Podcast. It's yeah. based on a book um, uh, we found uh, in a Ooh. charity shop. Mm. It's a real book from the 70s, basically telling you how, how a woman wants to be loved. Um, What's the book called? It's called How a Woman Likes to be Loved. Yeah. Wants to be loved, doesn't it? Okay. And um, it's got some very dubious advice in there. That's so it's it. sort of part social history, part willy jokes. All right, mainly willy jokes. <laughs> so um, there's that. I've got a series uh, coming up on Dave called The Hurting, mm. which you could probably watch on UK TV Play if you do things like that. Nice, yeah, great. And what 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 happens in The Hurting? It's literally you've been framed. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that's okay. It's, that's a great show. Which yeah. We could only aspire to. Um, but it's basically, uh, yeah, it's an American show which I've completely revoiced and relayed the soundtrack. So I do all the music. Right. And there's song. So I've tried to make it. If you can imagine what I've tried to do, mm. I'm not saying I've done it, but mm. what I've tried to do is like, if you could imagine what Adam Buxton doing a, a clip show would be like. Okay. It's kind of like that. So there's songs. Oh, that's there's good. Voices, there's, it's nice. There's kind of lots of things going on. And people can probably find that now. I've seen a lot yeah. of love for it on Twitter, actually. You, yeah, people, it's, yeah, it's done all right the yeah. last year. Because I, I made 40 episodes last year. Wow. Um, that's good 40 going. 40 the year before. So 40 episodes? Yeah, it's quite grueling. That's a, no, it's not one a week, but I was going to say, well, it's I almost one make, a week. I, with the schedule, I had to make two a week. 
Did you? Yeah, and three a week sometimes. That's full on. Yeah, it was quite intense. Well done. Congratulations. Well, I'm just a dick. No, no you're not. <laughs> I um, sorry. That was the that was the that was the perfect ending line, wasn't it? And I and then I just Sorry. carried on talking. Um, <laughs> Jake, and if people want to find you, where can they find you? Um, it's number twenty one. <laughs> Have you got a pen? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, well, on Twitter, it's at Jake Yap. J a k e y a p p. Nice. Um, and you know, there's all the Facebook gubbins and yeah. all of that. Business. Google, Google, Jake Yap. Just yeah. yeah. Or, or just do anything else. It would <laughs> probably be more fulfilling. I'm, I'm pretty rapid. Okay. Well, thank you for coming in, Jake. Thanks for having me. It's been brilliant. Thank you very much. 